0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Duckies and Dargons. As always, my name is Mayhem, and I am going to try and be your DM for this evening. Before we get into tonight's session, let's just do a very quick uh, little recap before we descend into hell, quite literally, because that's where the next few episodes are going to be based. Uh, when last we left off with our ever-expanding group of adventurers and heroes, misfits, and assholes. Uh. Yeah. My mind just went completely blank.
1: (laughs) We are not fucking assholes, thank you very much. Your behaviour tonight is absolutely shocking, eh? I know, it's
0: absolutely disgraceful. Disgusting. Anyway, uh... The party made their way to hell. They went to the headquarters of the Exaltant Coin, met Constantine the Third, the uh the armorer, the blacksmith for the, the, the Bounty Hunters Guild, who was a little bit unique, shall we say. Unlike anything that the the disaster squad have come across in their time in Vardor at all. Uh got some Cool, nifty little upgrades. Uh, Zarin in particular is now no longer uh, a squishy barbarian, he is a fully fledged barbarian. And I'm actually kind of nervous as to what he's gonna end up doing.
1: Uh, I'm gonna fuck you all up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: please,
1: no, Tony. Please, please, no. Not today of all days. Not please, today.
0: No. Not today, please, no, not today, please no, pal. <laughs> Gone no day that pal, absolutely not. Uh, Meldeer, Meldeer got essentially a one-time use of the true resurrection spell uh, by way, <laughs> oh, sorry, my lungs are deciding to kill me, listeners, sorry for that, Uh, by way of a shiny little tablet that he's got on him, where the hell did he put that thing, I'm looking at his character sheet right now, I don't see no fucking evidence of it on his character sheet. Oh, well, any hoodie. Uh, Anon got her own little pocket dimension, which was cool as fuck. Uh, In conjunction to that, Anon and I sat down and discussed the details of said device whilst we were en route to the wedding that we were attending over the weekend. Uh, I'm just hoping that she has written down somewhere the details
1: that we discussed. There's also another thing, but you can't do that tonight, Mister Mehem.
0: Oh yeah, the result of uh, Meldeer's thirty.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can't act upon that unless you role play yourself. No, so
0: no, no, I can't. And you want to know what the really fucking annoying thing is as well. Still can't find that. The doc? Still can't find that bastard document. <laughs> Have you tried looking
1: in, in, in my documents?
0: Yeah, me. When I tell you that I have looked in every single folder that's D and D related,
2: it's not there.
0: It's not. Try, there have turning no. it
2: on and off again.
0: Yeah, se- you no. know, funnily enough, Tony, several times, several times.
1: There's a there's a method you've not tried, All right? If men can't find anything, you just got to ask your significant other, and they'll find it within a second. So let Anon loosen your PC at the end of the session, and guarantee she'll find it. End of the session, she'll guarantee
0: be going it. straight to bed, so no, she'll be too tired. Uh, anyway, in hoodie, the players made their way back to the Khaled Estate, where the Grand Seer, along with a few of his own personal uh, mages and wielders of the Arcane Arts, managed to transport our group of adventurers Into hell. So. I need to choose which track is being used. Because they're both spoopy. They're both uh, sinister. I'm going to go with. Let's go with that one. So. Disaster. You're not a squad. But you're definitely a bunch of disasters. As described. At the end of the last session. You're. Immediate surroundings are unlike what most of you have come across during your lives. Only two people out of the entire group have set footh. Set footh? Set foot and shut up, Rob. I thought you were I, gonna say
1: footh. They said footh in purgatory. Shut <laughs> up, <God> up
0: scrub <laughs> You know what, Zadrian, fucking make a con save.
1: <laughs> or I could just say they're sparkling dot 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 dot. Sparkling guns. <laughs> Listeners, do. I love reeling him. I love yep. doing these kind of things before the session because it just fucks with them. Oh uh,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it really does. I call it the rail of many things. So, so uh, I got a plus seven on my con save, so uh, that will be a uh, twenty four. Good sir.
0: Twenty four. twenty four. Good sir. Well, you know what? Unfortunately for you, the DC was twenty eight.
1: <laughs> so old. oh shit so it's impossible for <laughs> me to get it damn it's just one marker out of your range my friend yep. i'm sorry you're don't go that high but mine do
0: any hoodie <laughs> i swear Backer. i swear gail's gonna find out that i'm saying any hoodie and she's not gonna let me live it down we <laughs> any... still phrases all the time we get used to it yeah anyhow uh like i said or at least uh, like i tried to say Only two of you in the whole group have set foot in hell. Although, you know what? I'm going to let Zarin or Zadrian, one of the two because they're both voiced by the same person, I'm going to let either Zarin or Zadrian take a couple of minutes to relay what knowledge they have about the plane of purgatory.
2: So if I'm gonna do that, I'm getting my notes out.
0: Imagine coming to the D D session and not having your notes.
2: I can't well, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting me to do it. I was expecting you to do it because hey, somebody hey, else hey. is the DM. So, like, hey there, hey there, hey there. This is your
0: home. This is your home. You should know it.
1: I'm just gonna say one thing, and Tony's gonna murder me for it. Do you even have your character sheets? Do you even have your die on you? I <laughs> have all you of that. You know your name.
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't. At this point, I really fucking don't.
2: Okay. So. Where? I'm going to try to find a better map than that.
1: There we go. <laughs> it's going
2: to be a lot easier. Uh, I'm going to have to screen share it because it won't let me
0: download it, but that's fine. If you're showing what I think you're showing, you know I'm only asking about Purgatory, right?
2: Yeah, I'm going to zoom. Well, no, it won't let me zoom in. Um. Okay. So, Zadrian is going to be the one to describe it, and Zarin is going to be on lookout. So Zadrian is going to look to the party and say several things. So he's going to say that this is the the first layer of hell, and it goes by many names. It goes by Purgatory. It goes by Limbo. It goes by Avernus. There's many different names that it goes by. Um, it is ruled by a once known angel who fell by the name of Zariel
3: Is he related to you?
2: No. <laughs> Far from it. Um this layer is Essentially, it's like a battleground, right? So. Typically. This is where all of the the people who. Died in the way of combat. Would go. And they they came here for various reasons because of combat. So for example, if somebody were to be found down here that was suffering in a in a heated battle, but then were killed by an explosion, it was because of something along the lines of that they caused the explosion to kill innocent people and their, their version of hell is them having to relive that explosion but die by it for eternity. Or let's say that you're in the midst of battle and all of a sudden these evil demonic children suddenly pop up and kill you it's because in your previous life you were in a war and you were given an order to go out and slaughter the women and children in the town and you obeyed that order and you killed all the women and children and because of that and you didn't repent of that you are now being killed by the thing that that you killed. So the women and children would come in and slaughter you over and over and over again. Now there is a semi upside to this and this has to do with the coins there is a way to get out of it there is a way to get out of being tortured they go by the premise of getting off the rack is what they call it and this goes for every layer So every layer has a a notion of people who are continuously being tortured by something. But the ones who are not being tortured were the ones who decided that they were tired of being tortured. So now they are doing the torturing by taking the soul coins of those that are being tortured. That's why that they can't get out. If you possess the coin... the person that is being tortured you in turn will become the one who's doing the torturing and kind of roam free with your own mentality your own mindset you're essentially free but the only way you stay free is if you have to meet a quota of torturing people so that's why your coins are very important because as long as you keep hold of your coin you maintain your mentality if you lose your coin you either one become a full-fledged demon to serve another demon or two you stay down here for all eternity being tortured by the very thing that is essentially your greatest fear um this layer that being of, like I said, those who died in the heat of battle, but did something during battle that caused them to lose their humanity. So, if you ever see anybody down here being tortured, they are being tortured in a way that fits what they did during the heat of battle.
1: There is No. Sadrian? We know nothing of these planes, so... <clears throat> I am... Um... I'm your soldier. I'm your merc. Your comrade. I trust you and Zarin to keep us 100% correct, as far as I see it. If this was a military squad, you were the general here. We both are, you are to keep us on track, however, there is one request I have of the both of you. Big request. When we get to the lair, or plane even, that fury resides in, the member of the Concordia Draconica, I need to see them. Canaverus reckons it's that she's going to put me through a test, so to speak. So I until I will be silent, but let me know when we approach Fury, and unless I am communicated to or demanded to communicate with something, then I will speak. But you we, are in charge in this one.
2: Yeah, we have a very long way to go before we get to that circle. That is.
1: So the
2: the circle you're referring to is on the circle that my father resides on, and he's the ruler of that circle.
1: And until then, I'm your soldier.
2: So there are going to be some rules that while we are down here. And this goes for every single layer that you're on. do not touch anything without my permission. If you come into contact with a demon who asks you for a favor or to make a deal or anything of that notion, you are to reject it no matter how tempting it is. Three, You are to keep your coin on you at all times. If you have to come up with a schedule to check to see if it's on you, and check it, like, every hour or every rest that we take, you are to check to make sure that it's on your person. Do not not lose your coin.
1: Not to be rude, Zadrian, but... How are we going to rest in hell?
2: We're going to have to take shifts. There should be two who watch and the rest sleep. But the the ones who watch need to rotate out. So if you need to sleep, you need to rotate out every so often to make sure that the rest of everybody gets sleep.
3: Can I suggest that Alara and I are on do- opposite schedules because we both don't need that much sleep.
2: That's fine. Um. Now, going back to the list. I still have plenty of supplies for us in my set. I brought them with me, so we're going to have enough have enough food to get us through all nine layers. If we ration out in a. Well, devised manner,
3: uh, ju- just also a thing I, I may have gotten my myself something similar, and I also have bought supplies.
2: That's that's we're
3: right. fine for food.
2: We're fine for food, just. We need to make sure we keep an eye on it because there will be those who will try to steal it from us.
3: They can fuck off.
2: Lastly. And this is the big one. Do not touch the water. If you see water, Anywhere in your vicinity at all. Do not touch it. Period. No matter how thirsty you get. No matter how appetizing it looks. No matter what goes through your mind. Do not touch the water. Period. It is not what you think it is. And the moment you touch it. I cannot save you.
1: So just to clarify, do not touch anything, reject all deals, keep track of our soul coins, keep it keep track of the food and not to touch the water. Start yes. Anything else.
2: And And I'm going to make this perfectly clear. When I say make no deals, that means that if I die down here, and some demon comes up to you and says that they can bring me back, if you do this for them, you tell them to fuck off.
1: That being said, my comment remains still. We're the generals and I'm the soldier. I'm fucking petrified. I'd rather not stay down here. So,
2: we are going to be down here for a very long time because time down here does not work the same as it does up there up there we could be down here for 20 30 80 years and only like a couple of minutes have passed by up there
1: so that's why Marius was standing by the port when we went in then
2: more than likely, yes. That's why I've been alive for as long as I have, because down here, time moves much quicker than it does up there. Mere moments in the mortal plane is years down here.
1: Do we age down here? No. Oh, thank
3: goodness.
2: You don't. You do not age down here at all. You remain the age that you were when you left the mortal plane. There is a way to age down here, but it's it's has to go with what I was saying about don't touch anything.
1: Saren, Adrian, just keep us on track. That's right. And, as I said, when we do get down to your father's lair, if we get close to Fury, please just let me know, and with your permission, I'd like to go there, but we're mainly down here to save your father's, so just, ah, uh, just. Well, how many I'm... years is it going to take to get to your father?
2: If we do not lose track, and we stick together, and nothing happens to any of us, give or take, between 30 to 60 years.
1: We're living down here, then.
2: And that's assuming that nothing bad happens.
1: Will each of our paths be joining us? or because we've not been or, or is it because we've not died yet? That we won't get anything from our past.
2: That's what this that that's technically true and false. <laughs> so. Your past will be here. So anybody that you may have killed that went to hell will be down here. ...in one of the layers, (sighs) However, they cannot necessarily harm you to the fullest degree if they do not have their soul coin. If they have their soul coin, they can fuck you up. If they are a slave and do not have their soul coin and work for another demon, or are trapped in their own version of hell, they won't even know that you're there. So it depends.
1: Is there any authorities of power that we all have to speak to, or do you do the talking? Because I want to make sure I get this abundantly clear and correct, where I don't escalate things. I'm sure there's like a guard for each each plane, if I would be correct.
2: The, yeah. So like I said, the one who. Is the ruler of this lair is Zariel, but we do not have to speak to him. In, in fact, I would like to try to avoid Zariel at all costs. So we're going to try our best to make our way from this side to the other side to the, the water that I mentioned. It's called the River Styx. It's also known as the River of Blood. We're going to make our way to that river. And on the way, we are going to try to each find one coin.
1: Find a coin.
2: We have to find a coin. That's how you traverse on the river sticks. You have to try to find a coin that belonged to another soul, and exchange that soul for a trip to the next layer. Oh, this is
1: what Zyrus was talking about. And so, here's could where just it, where it...
3: deck someone, and then try and find a coin, right?
1: Ah no, I don't think that's how it would work.
3: Why not?
2: It, 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 it kinda does work that way, and it kinda doesn't.
0: It's at this point, Kala pipes up, saying, Because the slaves are not going to have coins of their own. Their masters will. Cor- correct
1: we're at a disadvantage so Meldir and Kala don't have a coin
0: Meldeer pipes up saying that's exactly right which
3: not for fuck's sake
0: as unfortunate as it will come to be makes Lady Kala and I liabilities on this mission
2: it's even worse than that Alara and Anon, take out your coin for just a minute, and I want you to notice something.
1: Alara's gonna like. Just look at you in a petrified state, Jadrian. Huh? You said not to show them to you. Yeah. You'll see it, it, where we put our coins. Yeah. You, you, to, Zaris had told us never show me where your coins are.
2: Yeah. I, underst- I understand. No. Okay. You,
3: you said do not show or bring out your coins or give them to anyone for any reason, All and right. sorry guys, that's, that, that's including your lot.
2: Okay, so I pull out my coin then. Oh Jesus Christ.
1: Listen, the minute your hand goes away, Ella is purposely looking away. Like, not in a comedic sense, she's looking away because she doesn't want to know where your coin is.
2: So... If they turn around and not look to see where I get it from, then I pull out my coin and then tell them that I've got my coin out and they can turn back around.
1: I okay. picture puts her, puts her arms over eyes.
2: Do you notice that the coin that I hold in my hand is gold?
3: Mm. Yeah. Mm.
2: A gold coin represents a full soul. It means that your soul is intact. However. You can break this coin down. Into smaller pieces for more currency.
1: No, I'm not doing that.
2: Oh, I'm not telling you to. I'm telling you that the reason why that it's even more difficult for meldeer and for kala is that the generals that rule these areas have already broken down the coins that they collected 100 coins for one fully intact coin so when i say that we're going to have to get one coin it means one gold coin, not one copper coin. One copper coin is the equivalent of about maybe a percentage, a very small percentage of a gold coin. A gold coin is 100%, and that's what you need in order to trade to the ferry dock. So a hundred copper coins to equal out one gold coin is what you need in order to cross to the next layer. So we are going to be doing either one of two things. One is finding a general and stealing all of his coins or two We are going to have a bloodbath and we are going to kill and kill and kill.
1: You you are going
2: to leave. You are going to leave this plane so bloody. that the stains that were on your hands in the mortal plane do not even come close to comparison to how bloody you're going to be when you leave from here. When what I said
1: saying? Sorry, go on.
2: <laughs> when I said that when you come down here and you leave from here, you will be completely changed. Physically and mentally, you will come out of this place a completely different person. Entirely, this place will change you in ways that even yourself will not understand.
1: Hilara's well, gonna do three things at this point. So, first of all, she's gonna look within her soul, not the coin, but within her soul. And she's is gonna say to herself, I'm, I'm mended now, but I'm gonna need my old self a bit. Two, she's going to look at Anon and Kalat and just say, look. I believe, Adrian, we're not gonna be the same after this. We're gonna be thirty years, eh? Move thirty that's, fucking years.
2: That's That's being generous. The last time I was down here it took me almost 150 years to get from the fifth layer to the first.
1: is going to go right up to you, Zadrian. And Zaren. Uh, depending how close Zaren is to you. Then as well as a soldier here. I really expect you two to be my brothers in this as well. If the only people I'm going to talk to You two, Anon, Kala, and Meldir. We can't. We're going to have to. uh, Oh, my head.
2: (sighs) Now, that's all I'm going to say on the matter, but we need to move because it's likely that we're already being tracked.
1: Yep. Then you're leading and we follow. And she looks at Kala and Meldir's like, they're in charge
0: Kala and just give a silent nod so before we begin your journey across the Baden plains of Purgatory let me just go ahead and do a little bit of scene say here Zadrian very aptly gave you a taste for what Purgatory Avernus Limbo Whichever descriptive label you wish to place upon the first of the nine hells is like. It was the battleground for the first blood war. Not the blood war that you're familiar with though. A blood war that would make the Vardorian blood war look like nothing more than a playground scuffle. It is genuinely unknown how many angels and how many demons, how many fiends, how many arch fiends died on this plane. It is rumored that their bodies are encased in the stale slate-like earth that you will soon be walking across. It is also said that too much time ...spent out in the bad and open lands of this plane... ...can cause physiological and psychological abnormalities. Madness. Insanity, if you will. Insanities that are unique to every single individual... ...both mortal, fiend, demon or archdemon alike. There is not a living being in hell that can traverse through purgatory unscathed and live without facing the challenges that it presents. The ground here is slate. That typical irregular chipped away grey cold harsh surface. And there are chips and chunks of it lying on the plateau level all around you and as your feet come into contact with them and your full body weight washes over them they shatter abnormally easily instead of leaving behind fragments they leave behind dust and almost as though you've stepped into an anechoic chamber there is quite literally no sound going on around you not your footsteps not your breathing not your heartbeat at first you can hear each other you can talk everything else is fully real but there is such a dense sense of silence here in purgatory that it is extremely unnerving it's uncomfortable it's like sitting around a table with an awkward silence, eagerly and impatiently waiting for someone to speak to break it. It almost feels as though you're compelled to speak just to break that silence. But doing so, you know, would be an ill-advised move for fear of something off in the distance or in the shadows or behind one of the hundreds of thousands of shattered pillars of slate gray rock would emerge and attack. So, I would like someone to roll a perception check as you set off uh, traversing the open wastelands with the knowledge that you have no idea what time of day it is. You have no idea where the nearest shelter is. It is tepid in temperature. It's not hot, it's not cold, it's not exactly warm. It's just tepid. The air is acrid, it tastes stale. Tastes like. Like not quite like vinegar. But there's a there's an unpleasant tang at the back of your nostrils with every inhale. Kala's looking around non-stop. Almost as though a very thin layer of paranoia has begun to set in already. So Who's rolling that perception check? Uh, 25 25 Luckily at this point you are standing on what is quite literally the hell's version of salt flats There are cracks in the ground that form from the dehydration of the rock that you're standing on It's open, it's flat There's no hills, there's no caverns, there's no canyons There's no declines, there's no descents or inclines at all. It's just perfectly and almost clinically flat. You can see out for a good half a mile, Zaris. And aside from the odd towering shard of rock, there's nothing really to flag or take note of. You walk for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you don't know. But shortly after you set off, sound begins to creep around you all, like a phantasmal force swirling around each of your bodies. None of the audio that you're hearing, none of the the sounds, your footsteps, your breathing, your heartbeat, the blood rushing through your veins, none of it sounds like it's coming from the right place. Your footsteps sound like they're coming from inside your head. The crunching of the rock underneath your, your feet sounds like it's coming from the palms of your hands. Your heartbeat sounds like it's coming from a mile away. And that unfamiliar, almost always undetectable thumping of your brain inside your skulls sounds like a war drum being beat two inches from your face. It's at this point, I would like everybody to roll their first of many wisdom saving throws.
1: Oh damn!
2: (laughs) Uh, Dirty twenty. Dirty
0: twenty from Uh, Zadrian or Zarin? Uh, Zadrian. Roll for Zarin. Give me two seconds. I need to find what Meldeers
1: is.
2: Uh, Zaren got a 17. Okay, so.
1: Alara got a 6.
0: Meldeer was a 17. Kala was an 18. Alara's a 6. Uh. Wait. Tony, what were your two again?
2: Uh. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 and 17.
0: Okay. Anon? Yeah. Wisdom save. Okay. So an eight from Anon. Anon and Aleta, I need both of you to roll a d4. If you roll a four, roll again. So that's a two. My turn. And a <laughs> one. Two and a one. So we're going to go with Anon's first. Anon, go ahead and roll me a d100. 54. 54. Okay. So, you're subject to a... Where is it? For the next hour, you're subject to a lesser degree of a form of long-term madness. For the next hour add-on, you are attached to a Lucky Charm. This Lucky Charm can be anything that is on your person. I'm going to let you uh, have free reign as to what you you choose for it to be. It can be a person or an object. Um, But whilst you are obsessively attached to this charm, you have disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws. If you are more than thirty feet away from your lucky charm.
3: Okay.
0: As for Aletta, uh huh. Go ahead and roll me a D one hundred. I don't wanna <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. That's been the eighty three. Okay. You fortunately rolled for a varying degree of short term madness. For the next four minutes, Aletta, mm. you're stunned. Stunned creature is incapacitated, cannot move, cannot speak. The creature automatically fails, strength and dexterity saving throws and attack rolls against this creature are made with advantage. So Lara, shortly after setting off in your marching order, whichever order that may be, the psychological weight of the sheer amount of nothingness fills your head with a sense of. Dread, doubt, and anxiety that leaves you unable to move.
1: Now I would be the the sort of pecking order. I imagined it was I would be right behind sort of Zarin and Zadrian. Okay. So um, you know, Soldier. So if they were to look behind, they would probably notice Lara stand. But well, I'm if gonna I say as well. I don't know.
0: I'm gonna say that Kala would have been behind you. So. Kala bumps into you. She walks directly into the back of you as you as you grind to a halt. She steps around you to look you dead in the eyes before turning her head and saying, uh, "Guys, I, I I I think something's wrong with Alara. Alara, Alara, can you Alara, can you hear me?" Lara and she places her hands on both of your shoulders and just gently shakes you before looking to Zadrian and saying she's not she's not moving she's not talking she's she's like a statue
2: um Alara, what's your AC?
1: My AC with everything equipped? Oh, that's spoilers. No, my AC at the moment is a 21. Okay. Uh,
2: So I did get a 23 to hit. Um, So Zarin is going to walk up and slap the shit out of Alara to wake her up for six damage.
1: up to the dm if that would work or not, because i got four minutes in this sort of thing so <laughs> uh
0: incapacitated stunned or incapacitated does not say anything about anything that can bring the affected person out of the condition
2: Thought sort of
0: Literally just says stun creature is incapacitated, cannot move, uh, can speak only falteringly, creature automatically fails, saving throws, attacks are with advantage, and incapacitated says incapacitated creature cannot take actions or reactions.
1: It appear that hell is racist towards dry folk
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow wonder how many times uh, you know what after this campaign is over i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna listen to all the episodes and i'm gonna count how many times you play the race card
1: oh i've never said it no never not at all <laughs> it's all,
0: uh, you're not, you're not, okay now you're going mad irl I'm just doing
1: the roleplay, dude! <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I am um, but a humble, dry farmer.
0: <laughs> I don't think Cal has got anything that can snap you out of it. Oh, no. Oh, no. She does. She does.
2: Yeah, so, uh, Zadrian and, um uh... All right, so, the what I just did was Zarin would allow for a saving throw. So, Alara would be allowed to roll a saving throw to see if she comes out of it. If that does not work, then... Uh, any type of healing like cure wounds, uh healing word, lesser restoration or greater restoration can also remove it.
1: What Both. saving throw would i need to roll?
2: It would be um It'd be a wisdom save, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. And I get disadvantage on those rolls. Give not on that second. not on
0: that one, you don't. Sure. No. It's okay. just strength and dexterity 20. saving throws. 30, 20. Yep, that's a pass. So I'm out of it?
1: Yeah. So Eller is just going to go. <sighs> Pull, jeez. <clears throat> uh,
0: you watch his Kala's hand is glowing like bright yellow, goldish color and just slowly begins to fade before dropping her arm going. Please don't do that.
1: Felt like something had hold of older me.
2: Uh, Z- Zadrian will come over and pour some a little bit of the flask that has the the shit ton of fucking healing in it.
1: <laughs> for point six damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For, uh, <laughs> six points of healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. And she's just gonna sort of just look to. Zyrus it's like, apologies, General. It felt like something was holding me.
2: Yeah, uh, it, like I said, this place changes you.
1: And then she look at, oh, she look at Zaren. not hard enough.
2: Uh, Zarin will will just give that sly grin. And turn around and start walking. Uh Zadrian looks up to Anon and says, I already know it's affecting you too.
0: So An- Anon, what are you doing with your uh with your lucky charm? What is your lucky charm?
3: Mel dear, I am literally his shadow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I am about three millimeters away from him.
2: Yeah. So, Zadrian has already picked up on that, and it's like, I yeah, I know it's affecting you too. Okay.
3: But must stay.
2: Uh, Zadrian will look to Meldir and just tell Meldir just just stay with her.
0: Already planned on it. It's just uh as long as you know, Anon, I, I don't have any chicken nuggies that I can give you.
3: You are the chicken nuggies.
0: <laughs> Overkill's gonna fucking kill me when he comes back next next time. This is
2: why it's even more hilarious. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> next week's
0: no, no 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 no, there is no recording next week uh okay that's uh, two weeks problem yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's future future us problem yeah yeah so
2: uh uh we'll continue moving on then from there
0: okay again you yourself as adrian know time is completely askew in hell even this high up feels so weird saying that hell is high but yeah, we all know what I mean.
1: Could I ask something, DM? Of course. After Alara would have snapped out of the statue, I suppose, Alara would request to sort of stand still behind Zarin and Zadrian, but like right behind in the middle. Okay. She'd request to be more there just so that if Alara was to stop again, they would notice it's, that their middle part's gone.
2: Zer- Zarin is in the lead because he's the, he's like a tank. So.
1: Can I stand, I behind, am- can I stand behind you, Zadrian? <laughs> Not so, behind uh, you, next to you.
2: I was, <laughs> was going to say, like, what you could do is you could stand in front of Zadrian and stand behind Zarin. And Zadrian would spot it first.
1: Okay. Well, if, if you guys are okay with that, I'm okay with that. Cool. Just because that, that spooked Dalera. <laughs> okay. It
2: so- would put Zadrian. Pretty much in the middle of the yeah. group. So yeah,
0: I've got I've got you guys laid out on a map. I've just put the the walking order. Anon, where would you prefer to be in the walking order?
3: Literally behind Meldear. Okay. She is Meldear's shadow. <laughs> I,
2: the, the way I imagine it is, it would be Zarin, Alara, Kala, Meldear, uh, Kala,
0: Kala, Meldear, yeah. Anon.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, like I was saying, Zadrian, Zaren, Zarin, you both know that time is completely askew in Hell, regardless of what layer you happen to be on at any given time. You also know it's a compounding effect. So a month in Purgatory could generally equate to about 15 minutes on the Material Plane.
2: I was thinking more like, like 15 seconds, because like it... it... If I remember correctly, d- doesn't it actually state in the D&D book that 1 minute in the material plane is like a year?
0: Uh, I'm not entirely I, sure.
2: I th- I think it uh Let me see because I remember it saying somewhere
1: There's one thing I never actually like. As you're looking up at, at this thing, there's one thing I never actually asked with uh, the DM here. Mm-hmm. Is it H E double L or is this version H E L? H E double So we're going actual fiery hell, not the, not the Nordic hell. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Just... All
0: Let's uh hmm. let's crunch those numbers, shall we?
2: All right. So, uh, one minute in the material plane is one year. Oh, what? One day in the material plane is ten years. Damn. So essentially, that's the crunched up numbers that we're, we're getting. So so essentially, if we if we spend a a year here, that's one minute in the Material Plane.
0: Wait, is it not a day? You said a minute was...
2: A minute was a year. Or no, a minute was a day. Yeah. So one day... So one minute in the Material Plane is a day. One day in the Material Plane is 10 years.
0: Jesus. Okay.
2: Uh, However, funny enough, if we go to the Fae Wild, it's the opposite. Yeah. Because time works the opposite way in the Fey Wild than it does in uh hell.
0: A minute in the Fey is a day on the material.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So So I think we should write that down actually. <laughs>
0: uh one minute. No, hold on. I'll let I'll let you do it yeah let me let me write it down hold on Uh.
2: you can go on with whatever you were doing I'm, I'm, i'm just gonna write this down
0: okay you guys continue to walk for what feels like hours there's no sun in the sky there's no moon there's no celestial objects to help give you a visual representation for the the passage of time only passage of time that you can scramble your brains to piece together is looking back and witnessing the amount of ground that you've covered which in the time that it's taken for you to walk until your calves begin to burn appears to be maybe two, two and a half kilometers. Your boots don't have the greatest grip on this rock. It's not rough enough to give you a hundred percent stability. There are times where you go to take an innocent step forward and your back leg kicks out from underneath you. There are times where there are little Crags sticking out of the surface level rock that you don't see you kick over with your toe nearly rolling over your ankle and tumbling to the ground As you keep on traveling I'll need another round of wisdom saves from
1: everybody Your natural 20? 20, 22?
0: Okay, Aldir and Kala are fine.
2: So what are we rolling?
0: Wisdom save. Okay. That's a four from Anon. 22 uh, from Aleta.
2: Zadrian is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. And uh, Zarin is a 16. Okay.
0: So I will need Zarin and Anon to roll... A D four. If you roll a D four, uh, sorry, if you roll a four, roll it again.
3: Okay.
2: Damn. Okay, that time I got it. I rolled two fours and a one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. We'll go with Anon's first. Anon, you are about to take on a D one hundred roll that will determine what kind of what manifestation of indefinite madness you suffer from. 50 This one speaks so true to you Anon. It really does. It's it's poetic in nature. Anon Until this effect is cured there is not a single thing or person around you that you could give two shits about. You couldn't give like
3: her- how Does that work with the current I have to be close to Mel there? Because he's my lucky charm.
2: You're going to have to figure that one out. I've already figured it out. It's literally like he's your lucky charm but you just fucking hate it.
3: (laughs) He's my lucky charm but I don't give two shits as he's alive so long as his body's near got ya.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So there like I said Anna, on this that lasts until it, somebody cures you of it uh your long term was for an hour so technically I'd say by the time that it's taken you to get to this far that one will have run its course
3: oh that's nice
0: so you literally just could not give two shits about anything or anyone that is around you
3: okay I'm wandering off
0: okay uh as for Z- I, as for zarin uh, so, what was your d
2: so my my d4 was two fours then a one but I have a question before you get to mine question does it state how how to cure that uh no
0: it just says lasts until cured
2: So, would you classify a lesser restoration is cured then i would yeah okay all right so I I, I, play uh, for- yeah,
1: yeah. yeah well I would, yeah I would, get- I would
0: make you i would make you roll an insight check to see if you can detect what it is that is plaguing anon
2: yeah that's that part's fine i just wanted to make sure that we were on even playing field yeah, yeah. Of knowing what the cure was because if it doesn't state the cure then, quite literally, I was just going to have Zarin go over and punch her in the face again.
1: <laughs> again, is always the X- answer. you'll be punched one, Joe. Do me and I don't look similar to fucking Zaren.
3: But you can try and punch me.
2: Anyway. Uh,
0: Zaren, yes, uh, I need you to roll me a D100, which you've already done. It's a 64. So... Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, fuck. Why is it me with number four? Okay. Zarin. For the next four minutes, you are... Your mind is ravaged with images and sounds of... a multitude of different facets of your history in hell as you are leading the pack as you're leading your friends and allies across the open plains of hell what was once the these towering shards of slate like rock begin to twist and morph into what appears to be seven eight sometimes nine feet tall bodies bodies of demons with their wings hanging limp their arms by their sides their entrails sliced open and just draping down past their knees you are watching in your mind what is representations of bodies of demons and fiends that you have personally laid waste to on the field of battle and you are a hundred percent convinced as of right now that you are in the the aftermath days of some of the most brutal battles that you led the charge in you are hearkened back to retrieving your fallen comrades from the field of battle wading through the mountains of corpses of your fallen enemies just to get to the bodies of those that were once under your command it is startling just how quickly the surroundings have changed from absolute nothingness to a sea. Of decaying, rotting, putrid corpses, flies buzzing around them in swarms of thousands, if not tens of thousands, the buzz of those flies themselves being the most objectively maddening sound to fill your ears, drowning out even the voices of the companions and your your fellow soldiers that are stood shoulder to shoulder with you. You cannot hear them talk. You turn around and you see Anon, standing some 30 feet behind you, Lara directly behind you, Meldir off in the distance, and it makes no sense for them to be here. They weren't part of this conflict, they never were. They've never ventured to hell, but you don't know that. All you know in this exact moment is that they've survived. They've survived months of slaughter on the plains of Avarice. Zadrian's nowhere to be seen. Zadrian is out of sight. As you push through the bodies, you... Above the humdrum and the buzz of the flies, you're hearing voices like somebody slowly turning the volume knob on a speaker from 0 to 3 to 5 and just in a cascade of sound despite the fact you're standing on a plane of bodies that are lifeless it sounds like the the horrors of war are raging around you in full time in real time the sounds that you're experiencing don't match up with what your eyes are feeding your brain i'm gonna let you go ahead and have a little bit of fun with that
2: okay so i'm going to start with zarin first then because of all of that then move to zadrian so zarin is going to he's going to attack one of the tall figures Uh, he won't he won't use any of his rage mechanics because he won't need to. Okay. Uh, let's see. That's a 32 to hit.
0: Definitely hits.
2: Okay. Go ahead
0: and just for the, the sake of fun, go ahead and roll damage for that.
2: Uh, 13 slashing damage.
0: Everybody apart from Zyron watches as Zyron, what weapon is it that you're wielding right now?
2: It's my packed weapon, the great the great sword of cold touch. It's basically it went from being the staff that was uh originated in the first episodes to shifting because it it, it has the capability to turn into whatever weapon it you're proficient with. So it turned into a great sword. So Zarin is wielding it with two hands and he is kind of like lunging forward to go and slash somebody with it. It's but the visual representation of it is it's a it's a giant black sword that at first glance would not look like a great sword. It would more look more like a very long katana. But if you were to try to hold it, this this sucker is fucking heavy. Like it's massive in in weight. Um but he's coming full lunge, like he's charging uh to slash at whatever this tall being is that he's seeing. Give
0: me one second. okay so for those of you standing behind zarin which is everybody at this point you watch as zarin summons his packed weapon and immediately lashes out at this what is this it's a seven and a half feet tall shard of rock that you've passed by tens of times during the time that you've been walking You watch as his sword cleaves through half of the the stone structure before being lodged. And there's a split second where Zarin lets the sword, lets the blade hang in the surface before wrenching it free. Zarin, in your reality, you are cleaving a tremendously tall muscular cambion in half or at least you're trying to like I said your sword doesn't go entirely the whole way through you wrench it out of the body and there is just this swing as the from the belly button down begins to sway from side to side still connected by a couple of bones and about maybe six inches in horizontal length of muscle, sinew, and flesh. So you said you were going to go on to Zadrian.
2: Yeah, so Zadrian is going to roll an insight check on... um He probably would notice Zarin first. Then would look to turn around afterwards to see if anybody else was affected. So Zadrian is going to roll insight on Zarin.
3: I would like to roll stealth.
2: Um, Insight is 26. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that passes. So uh... Zadrian is going to It at? Um, he is going to use healing hands on uh Zarin. Okay. And I'm ass- I'm assuming that by healing him, he'd be able to uh, remove the curse that's on him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So I- I'm going to use that. I cannot regain that until I get a long rest. Okay. Uh. But but then I'm going to turn around to see if I notice if any of the um other party members maybe have uh been affected again. Okay. So uh, does she want to roll stealth first?
3: Yeah,
0: I'll yes. go ahead and roll your stealth roll. Twenty nine. Beautiful. Okay. Cool.
2: So what I'm going to do. Because I normally can't match that. I'm going to use my ability to do a uh, favor of the gods which allows me to whatever I roll, I get to add an additional uh, 2d4 to that roll. Damn. Uh, okay, Is so... Is way
1: Ellera would be able to help? Because seeing... Because Zadrian's next to elera she would probably notice Zadrian turn after seeing Zaren go off. So Alera would probably turn around and try and look at... What uh, Zadrian's looking at. So would I be allowed to assist in that? Means, DM. Uh, I'm just looking to see what he's turned around for. If he's just, if he's heard something that we haven't, or sure. And so I'll give, I'll give uh, a an advantage on that. Then.
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah, I needed that. Okay. So the 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 second the first roll i needed a 4 with uh in order to get it which i did roll the d4 already and got a 4 but the second roll was a nat 20 and i'm going to go ahead and use the roll that i got for the 4 anyway to, to over exceed that so the the most i can get is a uh 27 and i got the 27 on the second roll but i'm still going to use the d4 and with the four that i got to beat the 29.
0: okay so let's hear from anon during that little brief uh, brief little window of time that you had to slip away uh Talk us through your your thought process, talk us through exactly what it is that anon does
3: i I'm imagining that as soon as they started swinging their the sword, everyone kind of turned around and went the fuck and it was at that moment anon turned invisible, turned around, did one eighty, and just started walking away,
2: okay, so. Again, normally, I wouldn't be able to match that twenty nine uh, but with me using the favor of the gods to add that additional bonus, I was able to beat the twenty nine so Zadrian is gonna turn around and see like an a silhouette of anon with her being like invisible uh-huh. and he's going to assume that something has happened to her again. So he's going to wave his hand and once per long rest, I can cast uh, two spells without a spell slot. One of them is lesser restoration. So I'm going to cast without a spell slot, lesser restoration, and I cannot get that ability back until I get a long rest. uh, Or I use a spell slot. Okay. So, so I'm going to for without a spell slot for free cast Restor- lesser restoration on Anon to cure her of her ailment and remove that curse from her her mind.
0: Okay. Anon, you make it probably no more than 15 20 feet before it's almost as though your mind has been The inside of your head's been filled with smoke But somebody's just opened a window and that smoke has just bled out
3: You see anon kind of pause and then starts looking around to just sees you and then just kind of comes jogging back Okay What is happening?
0: Weird shit
3: is happening
0: Meldir looks to you and says I think I think you're going mad
3: Okay
2: I've Again, I've already told you This place Changes you And the longer you are here The worse it gets
3: I didn't think It would be like this
2: It's going to
1: get worse oh, fuck is mm. just silent at this point, but she's sort of briefly staring at Anon. And then stares towards Zaren, who. Zaren's sort of. Who you, fuck as hell. Who's Adrian sort of. Cured there, and she's just gonna. Just sort of not the party, and then she's just gonna continue walking behind uh, Zaren. She's she's fucking petrifying. She's not fucking saying shit.
2: <laughs> oh, Zaren is going. He's still not going to speak. He's going to just clap his brother's shoulder. Like as if like a way of thank you. And then proceed forward in the front of the pack. And then Zadrian is going to come down and he's going to cut in and get behind Dallara again. But then he's going to look to Meldeer and tell Meldeer to get behind Anon.
0: Duly noted. So, as you all begin to press forward, fear, doubt, uncertainty, and a plethora of other sensations filling the minds of some some holding steadfast some holding stoic some putting on a brave face and some succumbing to the madness of purgatory already the landscape begins to change the salt flat like wasteland you've been traversing so far seems to come to an end as you stand on what is essentially a sheer drop, a cliff edge. So you would looking out over mile after mile after mile of just utter hellscape. Purgatory is filled with nothingness. We all know that Purgatory is the in between layer of hell. the way to the river Styx where the souls of the damned and the souls of the deceased come to to find journeyman who will take them to whatever hell it is that they have earned their place to spend the rest of eternity in but just like Zadrian and Zarin have quite rightly pointed out it's also the home to hundreds of thousands if not millions of demons who live breathe Eat, sleep, piss and drink with the sole notion of fight to survive. As you stand on the precipice of this ledge, looking out at the the terrain both below and ahead of you, the drop is about 150 feet. It's climbable. And it's a good thing. Because there's no other way down. But ahead of you. Approximately. Three quarters of a mile. On the lower surface level. You see this thin vein. Of. Fiery red. Carved through. The rocky landscape. As a river of magma flows with a short bridge leading to the other side on the other side of that bridge the terrain changes from that nothingness to walled hundreds of feet high with vein like walkways almost labyrinthian walkways carved Creating a maze like path So as you stand Looking out Kala walks over Looks at the surface below you And then looks to the group and says Well I guess if somebody's gonna go first I uh, guess it'll be me Let me get about Let me get about 20 feet down Before anybody else joins if we if we keep a gap between us hopefully nothing will go terribly wrong if one of us loses our footing you see as she puts her back to the drop crouches down puts her hands on the on the on the rocky surface so that the the bottom half of her palms is hanging over the edge and she clasps the edge before lowering herself down and you see she's she's hanging on to the the vertical surface there's hand there's little cracks and crevices that she's making use of as hand and foot holds and inch by inch foot by foot Kala begins to make her way down yep she clears the first 20 feet and you Zarin you hear her calling up to you for the next person to come down
1: As she calls, um you mind if I chip in a little bit? Yeah, yes. sure, go ahead. Ellera just looks back to the part and she's like, Three of us can fly. I suggest one of us attaches herself to the one that can't fly in case they fall. And then she looks at uh, Darren. <laughs> you have wings, and looks at Meldeer. you have wings. I have wings, but I don't need wings. I suggest we stay with the other party member that cannot fly.
2: So I'm um, Zarin Zarin is just going to pick up Zadrian, like a toy, throw him on his back and be like, Neil.
0: It's at this point, it's at so this point, Meldir makes his way over to the, to the overhang, looks down at Kala. Who's made it about 20. She's made it another five feet. So she's at 25 feet below you guys. He looks down and says, Miss Kala, please do not panic at what I'm about to do. And you watch as Meldier's wings spring out into their full form and he swan dives off of the off of the ledge. There is a shriek of not fear, but like that startled shriek uh coming from Kala. And then a brief moment of time, a couple of seconds before you watch. Uh, Meldir ascends swooping back upwards above the ledge level with Kala in his arms you watch as he he maneuvers Kala onto his back and she's holding on to him piggyback style before he just slowly whilst continuously surveying the land immediately below him begins to
1: descend down and then Alera to look at Anon and just have her her thumb and just point it on her back. She's not, not saying a single word, but she's just pointing her thumb at her back to Anon, as in, get on. I'll get, do the same. You,
3: you want me to. Get, and she kind of looks at him up yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to oh. get on.
1: So as Anon would be approaching Lara, her wise friend black wings come out. And then Alara's just looking at Anon, and Alara's still not saying anything, she's just like pointing her back. It's like, mm-hmm.
3: uh, Anon, Anon kind of clambers on. And then kind of holds you in a death like vice grip.
1: <laughs> I'm trying not, this is like a serious arc, and I'm trying not to last, so I'm not yeah, gonna. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> how do you think, how do you this think will I will? would be feel? a
3: bad time to tell you. <laughs> I don't like heights
1: is completely just disregarded that, and she's looking at Zaren and, and Ilara still not saying anything, and she's just sort of nodding her head, head ball off like, one, two, go. Okay. Fucking new <laughs> Fucking new <you." laughs> Oh yeah, illyra probably a bitch of bed and she'd probably just have her wing sort of somewhat out, but like a kind of fast glide down. Yep. Okay. and Ilar- screaming.
3: ilera
0: oh god as you reach the halfway point i'd like oh no. you to deafen in discord for a minute
1: oh no really yeah okay just give me a, is it—is it, it, it a really bad serious thing or a really good serious thing just give me that oh no I'm not tell- shit's I'm,
0: all over you <laughs> i'm not telling you i'm not telling you you'll need to play off of that when i tell you to undefen and you hear anon's reaction okay right with alera deafened anon clinging on to Ilara with a vice like grip your knuckles whiter than the purest snow Ilara already turned right and said she wasn't going slowly she said she was going straight down you're screaming as Ilara takes off and by the time that she hits the halfway point, I'd like you to make me a wisdom saving throw.
3: Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Okay.
0: <clears throat> As Alara hits the halfway point. You manage to shake off this. Unnatural interference. In the very core. Of your psyche. Like something reaching out. And trying to. Actively alter. What your eyes are perceiving. Trying to play with your mind. However. However. In the flicker of a second that, that you managed to take to shrug this off Your grip doesn't feel so secure
3: Nope, no, it's still a vice-like grip I am not letting go
0: I need you to make me a strength save Okay. As Alera hits full verticality in her dive the legs that you've had wrapped around her waist suddenly feel a little bit loose until in no time you're looking at your own feet ahead of you What the fuck? You're still holding on but the sheer momentum that Alara is putting into this dive causes your legs to unfurl around her waist and the gravity and the momentum and the speed causes you to essentially just do a front flip. You're still holding on, but now your ass is on the back of Alara's head and your feet are about two feet in front of her head.
3: I hate her so much. So,
0: with that in mind, I'm praying that Rob's had the camera pulled up. He obviously hasn't. Okay.
1: Before you say what you're gonna say... Hate i swear, you. I swear to God, if you've done something that Alera could control, I, I will actually hit you. I hate you! Is it something I could have saved? DM. If you didn't make me deaf could I have saved it? Because if I could have uh, saved it... No, no, this was... If it's something okay, that no, was, no. I could have controlled, I will beat the living shit out of you. I have your address. This was dictated...
0: <laughs> off of your own words so you have only you you have only yourself to blame and the fact the fact that i done the fact that nobody corrected me tells me that i didn't get it wrong either uh so Ilara, as you fool swan dive down the the height of this drop towards ground level you reach the halfway point and anon is piggyback on top like piggyback behind you arms around uh your the tops of your shoulders and to begin with the legs her legs are wrapped around around your waist as you hit the 75 foot mark though the shrieking the screaming the yelling the blood curdling fear that is coming out of anon piercing your ears with every second that this flight is going on you don't notice until the impact hits you in the back of the head it's not an enemy it's not a it's not a demon that's flocked all this way and ambushed you no 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 anon has quite literally gone arse over kettle, as her ass smacks you in the back of the head her legs extend fully to the point where you're looking at her heels going down two feet in front of you. Anon's legs losing grip and the gravity and the momentum and the speed caused her to just tumble forward. As she, she succeeded the strength save, so she's still holding on. But now you have this comedic situation where one of your best friend's heads or your best friend's asses is on the back of your head. And you are soaring down towards ground level, bef- like behind Meldir and Kala, and Zarin and Zadrian. This makes me wonder why you had me deafened, though. So I'm i because w- I, w- I, w- I wanted said. you. I wanted you to play off of Annal's reaction. <laughs> I
3: hate you so much.
1: You hate the DM or you hate me? Both.
3: <laughs> you, have, you did have to go so fast.
0: I did, Hilarious.
1: Say, I did say I was going to
0: have fun with this arc,
1: and I'm going to have fun. So if I them back to the recording, you've not added any secret things. Anon,
0: Tony, keep me honest, I didn't add anything <laughs> that wasn't true.
3: No, I'm I just didn't... arse over tit.
2: I just want to see this play out. <laughs> I have I'm
0: not, upside down. I have not embellished the truth. I have not played fast and loose with the details. I'll be listening back to
1: recording, so I'm quite curious as to what you've actually said if there's anything I don't know yet that I'm going to be completely messed up with. So, seeing, so, uh, sorry, feeling Anon's arse on Ilera's head, Alera's saying no words, and her left hand, her left arm, just goes up and pushes Anon off the side of her head. ...pushes it. <laughs> Hilaria is then going to just briefly stand up. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> says nothing. Stands up tall, and puts her hand out Keep to pick up Standing up, up.
3: We're still in the air! <laughs> You're still
0: flying down? You
3: never fucking stated that!
0: I said, as you get to the halfway point.
3: Yeah, we're still flying!
1: okay 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 then here's what will happen i did say as he gets to the halfway point here's how here's exactly what's gonna happen then so alera feeling anon's ass in the back of her head alera's gonna turn with her back facing with with her so she's gonna try and how am i I gonna wear this way it's gonna make sense you're gonna sunbathe in hell in midair no what's exactly no not exactly so I'll just picture what I'm trying to convey here. And then if I need to make any rolls, I will. So elera would have her sort of her wings completely widespread. And then elera's left arm would go up, try and push Anon to the left side. Keep pushing as she's pushing Anon to her left. Bearing in mind, Anon's still sort of locked on in a way. Alera then, in midair, would sort of lie back. So her back would be facing the ground as she's pushing Anon onto her chest okay. and then trying and then trying to get anon to put her hands around around uh Alara's neck like think about your sort of high school slow dancing elera um, try and get anon in that pose so that anon Alara is again. not liking
3: this anon is full on
1: strangling you now <laughs> But in that way, though, then once Alera's, once Alera's got a tight grip on Alera, then Alera can then sort of go back to being straight up in the sky. So Alera, so basically think of it, as you said, sunbathe, like a like a limbo, whoop, kind of thing.
3: No, stop being straight! Up. Go to
0: hell, I'm they said. To... It'll be fun, they said. They were fucking go, right.
1: Would you allow me to do something that DM? yeah <laughs> go ahead so just to confirm as as the is on Alara's back of the head alera's left arm goes up grabs anon tries to pull her around the left way to sort of essentially hold on to her chest then alera then would sort of lie back get anon in position where she's secure alera would then go back to being vertical and then continue to glide down to the ground Okay. But uh, this whole time Ilair said nothing. Alaire's just been sort of focused off ah what the fuck? Click, 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 Mm (laughs) done. Okay. So
0: Zarin and Zadrian, you're the first ones to touch down on ground level, shortly followed by Maldir and Kala. Kala gets off, like actively like leaps off of Maldir's back before looking around and saying you know, I've never flown before and I don't really care for it. Um But thank you, Lord Trevaris, that um maybe a little bit of warning would have been a lot more beneficial. Meldor just looks there and goes Apologies, but um had I known that you were going to climb down, I'd have spoken up. I don't know why I didn't. So, a couple of sec, about five seconds after that, Alera and Anon, you touch down on ground level.
3: Anon immediately collapses on the ground. Just face plants.
1: Alera says nothing, she just goes, (laughs) and then her standing up, because obviously Alera sort of touched down there, her, her right hand goes out and just tries to sort of ...advise Anon to hold on and she'll help her stand up. Hilaria's still saying nothing No! Her. No! And is just staring at you, Anon. Not angry, not... No. not chuckling, just staring at you. Deadpan. In the way of, she's trying to convey this isn't the time.
3: Yeah, this just infuriates Anon.
0: <laughs> Why, Anon? Why would that infuriate
3: <laughs> Because I have been scarred. For life. I was going to fall to my death.
0: Nah. nah. Your grip. And she your kept grip was speeding. speeding. Your grip was fine. So. Looking at over the the terrain you see the the bridge that you need to cross ahead of you in the distance but this time there's distant sounds shrieks almost fiendish in nature Zarin make an insight check no sorry no uh let's go ahead and call it nature
2: a nature check from zarin or,
0: or zaydrian whichever whichever one you feel gives you the better chance uh nature i'm just gonna start saying demons demons give me a mm. give me a give me a whatever check uh
2: 15.
0: okay judging by the the type of shrieks that you're hearing in the distance it's highly likely that there are creatures in the distance that sound as though they're of the more hunting variety rather than the more docile lurking in caves and just fending for scraps also sounds as though there's It's a small pack. Uh, You know that demons, regardless of their size, rank or nature, have a somewhat decent chance of carrying coins on them. What kind of coin? You don't know, though. So I'm going to let the brothers Determine where they go from here
2: um, Zadrian and Zared will look at each other and Kind of just understand each other So, Zadrian will look to the party and say, so, it sounds like there's a group of small demons up ahead. Do we want to fight them now and see if they have any coins to start collecting or do we want to go around them?
1: You're going to see Elera take out her rapier on the left hand and her new scythe, Infernal Nightshade, on her right hand. Oh yes, I gave the thing a name and a fucking description. Uh, and it's she like glorious then she'll put one her... too. You actually like it? Damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll explain that one later, uh, when time comes. And she'll just have that weapons by her side then, and she's like, Remember, I'm your soldier here. You're the generals. We follow your word. I will do what must be done
2: um still gonna wait for the rest of the party so I need to know if Anon and Meldeer, and Kala oh yeah I'm here
0: Kala looks to the group and says if if, if obtaining these coins really is the only way to get to the next level then I don't think we have much of a choice do we
2: <clears throat> All right, so Zarin will pull out his great sword. Uh, Zadrian will pull out his uh, quarterstaff, and we're gonna make our way up to uh, the demons. Okay.
0: As we you... do that, hey,
2: I'm disconnect. gonna
3: go into stealth first.
0: Add remember, roll.
1: don't touch anything.
0: Yeah, okay, <laughs> don't don't touch fucking anything. Don't touch
1: the grass. <laughs> Don't touch it from the bridge. What grass?
0: <laughs> 23. Beautiful.
1: So. i like to state that you'll see a layer of shadow come out as well. And with the ignited, the rapier would then ignite and Henri would appear. Okay. So. so like I said,
0: the bridge that leads to this labyrinthian shift in the landscape is about three quarters of a mile away. As you all begin traversing towards it as you get to the let's call it first third of that everybody make a believe I wrote this down I did everybody make a dexterity saving throw as the entire time that you've been walking you've noticed a change a subtle change a subtle growing change in the temperature around you which putting two and two together you can assume is the result of the fact that you spotted a river of magma in the distance there are little cracks and crevices within the ground itself that faint wisps of steam begin trickling out of as you pass them by as you get this first third of the distance covered one of those cracks erupts sending shrapnel and steam cascading everywhere Uh, Anon make that dexterity saving throw with advantage I need to make it for Kala and for Meldir what's Meldir's modifier? Oh, beautiful. So dirty twenty from Anon, a twenty-two from Kala, a twenty-one from Meldir. Zyron and Zadrian, what did you roll?
2: Uh what am I rolling? I, I had deck a message save. I had to answer. Deck save? Yeah. Um question on that then. Uh-huh. Uh so is the deck save on Effects that cause any form of inca- incapacitation. No. Okay. I was going to say, because Zarin has advantage on dex saves, if it's something that causes some kind of in- incapacitation of any kind. No. Um. Okay. So just regular dex save, then. Uh, that is a 15 for Zadrian. And a 17 for zarin
0: all right everybody passes you'll all take half of what i'm about to roll so all of you and this is already halved are going to take 13 points of fire damage okay so what
2: if what if i'm resistant to both
0: if your resistance, resistance to fire, then it'll go down to, let's call it six. Okay. Uh, as this spray of shrapnel and steam erupts from the ground, as I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, give me two seconds. I'll move you guys over to the map just now. Cause I can, I can phrase this. That'll make sense as Zarin and Alara get past it. There is a, I wonder if I can, yeah, I'm just going to do it this way. Uh, there is a crater that forms 15 feet, no 30 feet in diameter that causes shrapnel and steam to erupt spraying you all in the face you feel your, the skin on your arms and your face immediately begin to get scolded as the steam pours over it shrapnel just sort of bounces off all of you are wearing armor that is sturdy enough to just cause all of these little chunks of rock and stone to to bounce off it's the heat and the the water vapor that hits you the hardest and as you come to the bridge uh that you saw on top of the the cliff face uh somebody not the brothers (laughs) somebody go ahead and uh roll me a perception check Uh now 16. Anybody want to try and beat a sixteen?
1: Yeah, no, I'll I'll go for the roll.
0: Perception, that's you not, say, yeah. That's not a challenge. That's just giving everybody a, a, a fair shot.
1: Yeah, yeah but uh, what you said, perception, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted it to be a challenge. Natural twenty.
0: Ilaria, you've been stoic. You've been silent. You've been observant the entire time since you dropped down to grant to this level. Of Purgatory. You're the first one to see it. Some so how far is that? Five, ten. Some fifty to seventy-five feet away, you watch as two bleach white skeletal figures come into your field of view.
1: So you'd see Alera with her scythe still by the side, side, by the side. as I've said, she's got her shadow and Henri there, so Alera's ignited rapier is gonna sort of, her elbow's gonna nudge, I'd say, person behind me, Zadrian, and then with her ignited rapier she's gonna point at those figures. She's not saying a word, but she's just pointing at those figures, really the rapiers, as as in to say there sort of thing. And can I get Henri as well, Mr. DM?
0: <laughs> yep, I'm um, I'm using your uh your token for this. Yeah. So yeah. last time
1: I think you put a, I think you put a green mark on for.
0: Oh, did the, I? I'll put that on there.
1: For Henri, it was a green mark, and for Shadow, it was a purple one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so,
0: as Ilara draws everybody's attention to the the two figures that she has spotted, I'd like everybody to roll initiative.
1: Can I get my shadow as rolled well again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. That was stated before we went into the combat that I had yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i just like to make sure I'm doing the right thing, okay? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Made me fucking lose my train of
1: thought though. Another natural 20.
0: Yeah, well, better you get them now than you get them in combat. Ah, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Alright, we took a moment to pause just whilst we sorted out the initiative just because, well, who likes listening to the whole humdrum of rolling initiative anyway? So, initiative order as it sits is Meldir, Anon, Aleta, Kala, Bone Devil, Zarin, Zadrian, and the second Bone Devil. So, I have the the monumental task of uh, figuring out the first move for Meldir at the top of the initiative. So, I think he would... Yeah, you know what? we're gonna we're gonna so 5 10 15 20 25 30 is it 30 feet that he's got of, of movement ah he can fly so he can get more so 40 feet would bring him there so, you watch, every all of you guys watch as Meldir ascends into the sky and flies ap- across the pack, landing just in front. And then he's going to cast Fireball on the Bone Devil that is on ground level. Hey, that rhymes. Uh, so it's a dex saving throw with a DC of... 19. It fails. So let me just go ahead and roll the damage for that. 7, 15, 16, 20, 21, 23, 25, 30 points of fire damage straight off the rip uh from Meldir Bonus action stuff he doesn't have that much that he can do right now So we're going to go to Anon with Alera on deck
3: Okay, I have moved, and I am going to shoot the closest one with an arrow. Okay. 26.
0: 26 hits, go ahead and roll damage.
3: Not done yet. That was fine. So that is... 33 damage.
0: I'm seeing 22, where's the other 11 coming from?
3: Oh, you said that my sneak attack is now 46 times 2.
0: Okay, okay. So, 33 damage. And mark that. Beautiful. Anything else you like to do?
3: I want to go back into stealth. I'm, I'm, there, there's gonna be a rock, I'm gonna go duck behind the rock
0: if you can show me the rock sure
3: fine I'm, I'm gonna i can't i am remember if that zay zay is zar
0: which one which one
3: the one in front of me
0: the one in front of you is meld it's
3: meld there i'm gonna hide behind meld i can't tell by the tokens okay
0: Who wants to tell her that the two that look alike are the brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: there I'm isn't gonna... two that look alike, apart from Alara's. They do not look alike.
0: They
1: do.
3: They don't. They do.
1: They do. They do. They do. Apart they from don't. the horns and the wings, they do. They don't. I
0: love you They're dear. I love you all. dearly. I love you dearly. I really do. So... She's going to hate us at the end of the session. Yeah, she's going to hate me most of all, because all the shit that Anon's been through. 23 on stealth. Okay.
1: Anything else, Anon? No. Galera, you're up with Carla on deck. Okay, so a question for you and Mr. Tony, first of all. Hmm. Hmm. If, if someone's weapon was to be turned reversed where three or four fingers were showing, would that, would that, would you be allowed to cast a spell if you were holding the weapon with, say, your pinky? Wait, what? Okay, for example, so, say if, right, I'm holding, say I'm holding that, uh, a short sword, right? And then, say if I put the, if I turn the short sword backwards, so instead of the sword pointing at, pointing up, would be pointing down. So, I'd be holding it with a pinky and a thumb. If I had a couple of fingers remaining, would you be allowed to cast a spell, or would your hand need to be completely not holding anything to cast a spell?
2: I think he's wanting to attack and cast a spell all in an action.
1: No, what I'm saying is, so, I'm I'm thinking of right, okay. I want to cast elder's blast, but I've got a scythe in one hand and I've got an ignited rapier in the other hand. If I let go of the rapier, Henri completely goes away because it's ignited. I mean, you so could use I'm,
0: your you could use your free action to temporarily sheath one of the weapons,
1: and you'd allow you'd allow me just temporarily do that and then back on my next turn. Or
0: yeah, you can you can use your free action on your next turn to to ready it again.
1: Uh, okay, that's answering my question. I'm not going to bother with I just wanted to double check that fine detail. So, what Elera is going to. Now, we'll, we'll say. We'll say Henri goes first. So, Henri is going to go ba, 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 about here. Okay. So, Henri, you're up to about there. And then the shadow is going to stand in ...in front of where Anon is next to There. So, 5, 10, 15, 15. And then Alera is going to... Actually, how far away was...? Okay, now is going to move more to there. And then Alera's going to go there. And then I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to... What's the name of the actual spell here? Because I'm good up here. I am going to cast Blur.
2: So, mm-hmm. for...
1: So, for the next minute, my body becomes blurred, shifting and wavering to all those who can see you. For the duration, any creature has disadvantage on any attack rolls against you. An attacker is immune to this effect if it doesn't rely on sight, uh, as with blindsight or can uh, see through illusions. So, I, for the next minute, I'm completely blurred. Okay. So, you've your enemies roll disadvantage on me for attack. Okay. And then for the shadow, and Henri can't really do much at the moment, so enter. Okay, then. Uh, Kala
0: is more of a close-range combatant, so for now she is going to play a support role and she is going to tap Zadrian on the right shoulder and cast Bless. So, Zadrian, uh, she's casting it at first level. So, Zadrian, for the next, I believe it is one minute, uh, you have an additional D4 to attack rolls and saving throws. Okay. So, that is Kala's turn with the ground level bone devil uh up next with zarin on deck
2: so uh bone Devils now then zarin you said yeah bone devil
0: then zarin yeah Gotcha. hold uh, that back up speed is beautiful uh is that for EV That's 30 feet. Lovely. Okay. The Bone Devil is going to make a beeline for Meldeer, Being the one that tried to, you know, turn it into ashes with a fireball. And is going to make two claw attacks and one with its stinger. Move all those dice out of the way. So, uh... Claw attack is a plus eight. Melvier's AC is... I don't want to... Nope, that one's going to miss. So is that one. Fuck me, he's lucky today. This might make up for the last time I played him. Uh, Sting is also a plus eight. That misses. Fuck me. Okay. Uh, Yeah, not much of that one can do anymore. Uh, Zarin, you're up with Zadrian on deck.
2: Okay, so um Do I really wanna waste some stuff right now? Probably not. How far oh he's he's within plenty of range. Okay. So Uh, I'm going to fly over him and get behind him to flank him okay so that should be 30 feet okay uh I am going to take two attacks against uh, this bone double because I'm going to use my packed weapon okay so... Uh, 35 for the first attack.
0: Yeah, I think that'll hit.
2: And... 34 for the second one.
0: Yeah, I think that'll hit.
2: So, first... Let's see. Uh, I'm going to use one charge to uh add 2 d8 to both uh swings so 2d8 okay. cold damage to both so it will be
1: gonna roll away d8
2: so it's 10 slashing six cold. Okay. For the first attack. And 16 for the second one, so uh, it'd be 13 for slashing and three cold. Okay. Uh, that's two attacks. Uh. T- t- Uh, that is all Zarin is going to do. So he's used his movement action and he's not going to do anything else. Um, but that's his two swings. OK. OK, Zadrian. Zadrian is going to do things more at a range. So he is going to. Let's see. Uh, I think he's just gonna cast Eldritch Blast and change the damage to f- to ice to cold damage. Yeah, yep. I think that's what he's gonna do. So I get to do uh, Nat twenty for the first one for a total of thirty nine.
0: Beautiful.
2: <laughs> And the second one is a 26 to hit. Yep, that'll still hit. Okay. uh, Then. So. Um, With the. 1d10 die plus 5 from my warlock invocation I think it's what it is uh let's see yeah has agonizing blast I get to add uh my charisma modifier to the damage so the 1d10 plus charisma modifier then with um him being a uh Warlock for Ice Queen. I get to add the uh, additional damage for cold. So an additional plus two that is going to be 16 for the uh, the second hit. I am. And then. uh 17 times two is Is it 34? I believe that's right
0: I can't math today. Neither can I my brain's just taking a total fart
2: Yeah, it's 30. Yeah, it's 34 points of coal damage uh, from Eldritch Blast for the the crit
0: Beautiful. Okay.
2: So, yeah. So, it was the 16 from the first one, or the uh, 16 from one, 34 from the second. Beautiful. Okay. Um. Then I am going to use... going to hold a reaction instead i was going to i was going to do something but I, I don't think that these enemies are strong enough for me to start going all out okay so uh i'm going to hold a reaction my reaction is either going to be um chilling aura or um uh counterspell
0: okay cool in that case if Zadrian is all done then it is the furthest away bone devils turn who is going to close the distance in on Zarin and make a multi-attack, so that's two claws and one sting uh, that's a 19 to hit on the first claw
2: okay, um in response to that So Zarin has some cool things that he can do. Uh, Because his pact with the ice queen is different than Zadrian's. glacier armaments starting at first level you 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 power of the elements of ice uh your power of the elements of ice allows you to utilize it in combat in various ways as either a bonus action or when you are hit from an attack you can choose to one cover your body with ice or cover your weapon with ice If you choose to cover your body, your AC increases by 1. If you choose to cover your weapon, your weapon now deals an additional 1d4 cold damage. This effect lasts for 1 hour and can be regained after a short rest. At 10th level, your AC will instead go up by 3 and you gain advantage on all Constitution saving throws. If you add it to your weapon, your damage now goes up by 2d6 okay so, so i'm going to as a response to me being attacked and me being a hit i'm going to instead increase my ac by one to make my ac 20.
0: okay so
2: that was the first club
0: which doesn't hit because of the the, the, the increase that's a 25 so that one will so that hit. one will hit yep uh where is so uh that is 11 points slashing damage.
2: Uh okay.
0: As for the sting. Nope, that's a 15. Doesn't hit. Uh okay, okay. so we come back right to the top of the initiative. Meldir is back up. Uh-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. okay I think he would approve of this it does sacrifice a first level spell slot Um, he is going to cast command on the one that is stood directly beside him so it needs to make a (coughs) wisdom saving throw that is a fail so Ileta, Zaden, Zadrian, in fact, no, all of you. Yeah, all of you have got line of sight on Meldir just now. All of you watch as Meldir begins to stare down this bone devil and then just points downwards and to his right into the fiery river of magma that is bubbling and flowing and smoking some 40 50 feet below him and just says jump and this bone devil goes from being on all fours snarling tailed, a long bone stinger tail coiled behind him ready to strike freezes for a second before plummeting into the magma below you hear this ear-piercing scream as the the demon hits contact with the lava and then gets flown away, just pulled away by the flow of the river. So, that is that one. Where did they go? Get you out of the initiative. So, uh, that was Meldeer's action. Meldeer, if you're listening to this uh, session, uh. In preparation for the next one so far i've used one of your third levels and one of your first levels so if you can just keep a track of that uh for when we come back next time just mark those off um bonus action bonus action you know i don't think he actually needs i don't think there's any bonus action bonus action stuff required over him so anon you're up with a ladder on deck
3: okay i'm gonna shoot the the other bony thing
0: I would say given the line of sight that you're on right now Unless you want to move first It would be with disadvantage be- It should be, be- What? Be- beautiful
3: uh, 17
0: to hit uh, Where is it? It's snatching 17 does not hit
3: Fuck Fuck Right. Okay. Um... Well, I think if I yeah, I'm just gonna stay there. Never mind. Move on.
0: Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, you're up with Kala on deck. So, first
1: of all, the shadow goes to the lovely flying demon. And here does a standard rapier attack, so I'll just do that roll right new. New. Right new. That new. Right new. For a 12, that's probably not going to hit. Unfortunately. So that's the shadow's turn, then... Yeah, let's distance in that one, About 25. So I'd say Alera is going to move right next to Anon. Now, let's give a little brief description of uh, the weapon. So it's called Infernal Nightshade, the scythe. Battle scythe altered by an unknown entity has merged itself with its new owner, Alera Adaragon, and features a black shadow-like aura surrounding it in support of her patron also has the ability to perform slashing narcotic or lightning damage must be stated which attack has been made out the one of the options so what you're gonna see is the scythe has gone very sort of black or shadowy and you're gonna see the sort of handle unwind itself and it's gonna be like this uh black lightning kind of effect like really sort of dark a few bits of red and the whilst that rope bit has ba 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 unwrapped itself it is the scythe is going to strike the demon there so i should have a straight line of sight i would hope you do yeah so i will make a roll with the the whip function of the scythe so just give me a second to roll that for an eight that's an automatic fail but i'm gonna use alera's second attack she also got a second attack in fighting so i'll we'll try again twelve, that's <laughs> that's a fail. So Ilara is going to herself. She's going to hold a reaction, and that reaction is going to be ba, ba, ba. yeah. She's gonna she's gonna hold she's gonna hold a reaction of shield. Okay. And the ba, ba, Onry now seeing. His master completely fuck up with the whip side of the, the scythe, but then again, it's the first time it's binded to Lara and it's actually her weapon. So, Henri just gonna. <laughs> <clears throat> How am I gonna wear this correctly here? Not yeah. fuck it up. No, Henri is just gonna go <clears throat> and just do a hoof attack. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> so, I just, I was expecting someone left there so that yep so i will do that attack it is also that one okay that's cool 16 doesn't hit hmm <laughs> i've done my two attacks i've done the shadow attack i've done Omri's attack you know what i'm actually going to end turn there but dm how long has it been in this turn order uh in this turn order well every round is six seconds from my from six seconds okay just remember if you're to alera you've got disadvantage yeah with yeah, the, yeah. The blur, yeah so yeah. so, it, I so will...
0: your your blur effect lasts for what is it a minute or an hour a minute a minute uh, no, let, let me double check that actually if it's, uh, if it's a minute no then blur that's... Lasts up to a minute it's is it is it it concentration up to a minute concentration up to a minute yeah right okay so that's 10 rounds of combat if you if you take damage uh if you if you get hit with an attack you have to roll a concentration saving throw to see whether or not you maintain uh concentration on the spell
1: after after each turn after each attack towards me that's if you that's if you
0: get hit with an attack
1: Okay, and then just remember, I do have shield Tells of reaction.
0: Yes, for yeah. this round, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so, anything else that you'd like to do before we move on to Kala?
1: I just want to check one thing. So, Alera was about here. That was about... I moved about 20 feet, so I can move about 10 feet back the way. If you'd allow that, would you? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. So, I know it's slightly more, but that's because the... Wait, no, wait, no, oh, hold on, hold on. Elyra's there, so Alera doesn't need to move, it's the shadow that needs to move, so... And that's not part of Ileira's movement, so no, in turn, end turn, end turn. Okay. I'm, I'm not... Uh,
0: moving on to... Moving on to Kala, with Zarin on deck. Uh, There's not a lot, there's not a whole lot that Kala can do right now, how far can she get? Her speed is thir- thirty, so she can get level with Ellaro Shadow. Nope, that's not the right person. In that case, she can get uh, level with Meldeer. <laughs> Zara, as Adrian, almost got a free movement turn there. Um, I, I. I Truth being told, I find it real difficult playing a, a paladin.
2: Uh, I won't have to worry about that for much longer. What do you mean? Uh, killer, are you? No, have you not heard about what they're doing for 11th edition?
0: 11th edition, mm hmm we're playing 5e right now
2: or sixth edition sorry right i'm thinking of warhammer (laughs) or they what are they doing for sixth edition they're taking out paladin clerics uh and there's two other classes uh druid and i can't remember what the other it's all the religious classes what okay that's
0: not I, I'm. I, I don't like that. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, they
2: they're they're taking out those. They're taking out four classes that have religious uh, connotations to them, and they're taking out the word "witch" out of all of their texts because they they feel like that uh, religion should be removed completely out of the game. I that's the
0: that's, fuck. I completely disagree with that. Yeah. Alright, so. Yeah, there's not much a Kala can do right now, so we're just gonna go into Zyron's turn.
2: Okay, so I'm just going to whack face. <laughs> whack! I <laughs> to give a whack fuck here.
0: Uh, let's see. Really? Nobody continued that that joke? Okay, I got it.
2: 25 to hit on the first one. That hits. And 25 again.
0: That hits. See how my players hit me all the time. Listeners, I got, I'm I'm getting assaulted here.
2: 10 it? for the for- first attack. Okay. And 14 for the second.
0: Yep. Okay. So that's 24 in total. Mm hmm. Beautiful. So, Uh, anything else that Zarin would like to do? Yes. Uh,
2: If I can find it. Oh nope! I screwed up on the last turn with Zarin. I could have gotten that extra hit, but that's fine. Whoops! Uh, That's what I was looking for. Uh, I have great weapon master, and I crit on one of them and didn't get the extra attack, but that's fine.
1: I'm okay with that.
2: Um, I guess that is all I can do for right now. I think. Yeah, that's all I can do for Zaren. Alright.
0: Zadrian's up with Bony Boy on deck.
2: Cool. I'm going to Check the distance first. Yep, yeah, okay. Uh Cold Step here, because I can't hit him from back there with everybody in the way. Okay. So let me mark that off of my spell slot. Yep. Cool. Second level. Awesome. So use a second level spell slot to to for bonus action to cold step uh, in this direction. Uh, I am then going to Eldritch Blast. radio So. Uh, 27 for the first one. Hits. And 32 for the
0: second one. Hits. You know, it makes a lot of sense that Zaron, who is a fucking hell soldier general commander ass clown, is fucking <laughs> very well versed in slaying demons.
2: Uh... 15 for the first one mm-hmm. and 15 for the second one
0: perfect okay.
2: uh and same as before ho- gonna hold a reaction for either uh chilling aura or counter spell, one of the two
0: okay uh bony boy is up next he is going to <laughs> he's gonna make two claw attacks at Zaden. first one's a 25 to hit second one is a 21 to hit uh against an ac of what was it 20 or is it 21
2: yeah it's 20
0: 20. So that's 12 points of slashing damage. And then the sting attack. That's a 12, so that'll miss. Uh, Meldir is up with... (laughs) Anon on deck. Uh, Meldir is going to... Hmm. 10, 15, 20, yeah, that'll do. He's gonna move 20 feet. And is going to use his staff of the Magi to bonk the fuck out of this little demon bitch? That's a 26 to hit, so that is 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh how many attacks per turn does melzir have? Is he up to two yet? I can't even remember where it would tell you that. You know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk saying that it's two, because I don't want to get that wrong. Because that's a big thing to get wrong. Uh so Anon, you're up with a ladder on deck.
3: Nineteen to
0: hit. Hits. Just. Thirty-two damage. Beautiful. Anything else, Anon?
3: I shall go into stealth. Okay, okay. I shall not go into stealth.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Alada, you are up with Kala on oh. deck.
1: Well, I realize I completely fucked it on the last turn, because I forgot about my extra bonuses I get on attacks. But hey-ho, we learn, we learn. Right, so...
0: It's all a learning experience.
1: Yeah, just give me two seconds, uh, that's it. i find out the way there. So... <clears throat> seeing the fact that... Uh, Alera missed her attacks there... Uh, <laughs> Shadow's going to do the attack straight away. So I'll just do that roll just now if you bear with my. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Seventeen to hit. Just misses. Okay, so then by that point, Shadow's gonna move back to Lera. Enri is gonna do a standard hoof attack. Click on that one. Twelve the hit. Obviously that's not a that's not a hit there, so Enri gonna move back. Now is there an opportunity to attack from the demon to attack Enri? Uh, show me again where Henri was. Henri's like right in front of Demon here. Like, like basically above
0: where you had Meldir. So you've mo- you're have you moving from there to there?
1: I'm moving back to about
0: here, yeah.
1: Why are, you, why are you moving? No, I'm saying he's moving back there.
0: <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it would be a opportunity attack. Do your attack? It's so a 27 <laughs> to hit. Ah, that will hit, yeah. Just. For 12 <laughs> points slashing damage.
1: 12 slashing. Let me add that on. Okay, now. Alera's, wouldn't say pissed off, but she's a bit embarrassed with herself that she missed the attack there. So. Hold on, where, where have I got. Um, where have I got Alera? I can't actually see Alera in the map there. Um, oh, she's there. Right, okay. Too many fucking. I, I changed the picture of my tokens. So Elara's gonna go. Right up to the demon's face. And which one do I wanna go for it? I wanna... Yeah, okay. So the the main blade of the scythe actually goes very, very shadowy. So she is going to use the deaths and brave side of the scythe. She's not gonna use any charges, she's just gonna use the main attack for the scythe. And it's one-handed there, so I've got to do the next one. Right. I'll just do the attack roll, give me a second there. I need to remember to add the bonuses. Uh Be that one, because you need to add the... Yeah. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'll do this. not I... your That's, night, not... is it? Fuck off. <laughs> so, I'll do... Uh, I will do that second attack with it. Really?! Wow. Fucking, really? You want to tell
0: the listeners okay. what you
1: rolled? Eleven twice. Um, mm, you know what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck it. I'm going to use my, my bonus action to use extra attack. And with that extra attack, I'm going to... Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to use two charges from the Death's Embrace side of the scythe, uh, which gets me uh, allows me to cast Cloud of Daggers at fourth level for eight D4 with no attack roll. So I am going to summon those Cloud of Daggers. I would say I'm just going to move Onry to where I place them. It would be right here. Okay. So we're is just uh, behind the demon there, so opposite Meldeir. I will do the actual damage roll, so they don't need to roll attack. Uh, let's give me a second to do that. I need to mark off two charges. 84. And how big uh, is it again?
0: It's five feet, right?
1: Five feet, yeah. Five feet radius. Okay. Uh, so that's... Sorry, um, ignore those. I'm pressing the wrong one. I'm pressing the basic rules instead that's of the advanced rules. Forgive that's me. Fine. Forgive me there. Oh, this is not my day, is it? I guess we'll get some... Fucking attack (laughs) you know 20 points of damage god
0: damn okay mark that off and what were you gonna say there dm you know i say it a lot i really don't want this campaign to end but one thing that I'm really looking forward to about campaign 2 is we're all going to be using roll 20. So it's literally just click for your rolls. Because it's so much simpler. And, not that, we've,
1: and no. not that we've created our characters for campaign 2. No! Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no what are you talking about?
0: No. The, D- DM, the DM hasn't started prep for campaign 2 already? No.
1: Oh, no. That'd be 20 points of damage there. Is there? Marked down. Was... And that was the bonus attack. The scythe. Quick question, in case I get this completely wrong. Uh-huh. Because I'm paranoid here, my brain's gone really ski-whiff. Now, for a normal attack, elera gets two chances to attack. If I use the bonus action of extra attack, would that just be one attack, or would I get the full attack turn? Are you going Action Surge? I have Action Surge, yeah. No, like... I'm trying
0: to figure out where this bonus action... for you. It's Action Surge. Uh, bonus action... No, sorry. Action Surge gives you another full action, so it would technically be- So I can do
1: an- would you like me to do my second attack with that one then?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a full action.
1: I just want to double check here, so... Yeah, let's change with that one. So, Alera's scythe is going to turn shadowy red this time. And I'm going to use what I call decomposition. So that is the part of the dagger of rot. So if anyone has a dagger of growth, girl that can add an extra bonus. Just saying, um, <laughs> so I'll do the attack with the dagger side of the scythe. Yeah, sorry, with the dagger infused part of the scythe. Um, okay. So I'll do the, so I need to add that and that, that is perfect. So is that I'd love to be able to roll eight times, but sadly, I cannot do that rule 20.
0: Uh huh.
1: It'd be nice. Oh, yeah, would um, wouldn't it? 12, and then that's plus. Yeah. It's that one too, so. Oh my fucking god! what is it when the lair is attacked? It's fucking 11! Are you trying to call it my fucking nationality?
0: <laughs> I'm really, I, I'm really feeling sorry for you.
1: I was real, you know what, Lister. I was real looking forward to showing what my new scythe can do and how it works together, but it's just okay in the type of day.
0: Now You know you know, what, you know what this means, though, right? It just means that when you guys eventually come to fight Asmodeus, you're just going to fucking one-shot him with it. So Don't f-
1: no, because now you said that's probably not going to happen. Let's just see, 111 11 2-11, <laughs> I would think it's safe to say that. Hilara's having a bad day in hell. Well, that it- that's a given but no Ellera's gonna just end her turn later. okay, okay. Yeah. so
0: Kala up with Zarin on deck so good question so
1: is that every turn for the enemy or is that every turn order
0: uh every one of the enemy's turns right okay so a few more turns I can let's go did you want the climb of Daggers on the enemy or beside the enemy?
1: I, if I said on the enemy, that would put Deer, Alera, and Anon at risk. So just beside not the enemy. Not
0: really, because they have to start their turn in the area for it for them to get damaged.
1: I'm not gonna make it. Would be it would be right behind the demon. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna alter it now. Because <laughs> I've had my turn. I'm not gonna change things now. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: 5, 10, 15, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, yeah, 25 feet. Cal's gonna rush the demon, and she's gonna make two attacks with her, uh, with her Grey Sword. So, that's not 20 to hit, which I fucking hate that that's wasted on my turn, essentially. Um... So forty-six plus six times two is thirty points of damage for the first attack. Okay, you know what? I need to I need to do this. Sorry, I phased out there. Who's the? Uh... Kala's, att- attacking kala's attacking the the bony guy um however as you will all see if you turn your attention to the images thread in discord uh i believe kala's making up for alara's alara's inability because that's two nat 20s on her attack rolls in a row i fucking hate you i know no don't blame me it's a ra- it's a random number generator blame roll 20. anyway the damage roll for the second not 20 attack is 28. this thing is on death's door wow i haven't said that in a while i uh, haven't used that metaphor in a while so you watch as kala like kala's first swing with the greatsword rips apart the left hand half of the ribcage, and the second one shatters the uh, the shoulder of the left arm. This thing is looking beat to fuck. So we're going to pass on over to Zarin, with Zadrian on deck.
2: Alright, cool, uh, I am just going to keep doing what I've been doing, and swing face, because that's what Zarin is good at. Uh, dirty 20. Hits. And 30.
0: Dirty 20 and a 30? Mm Mm-hmm. That hits? 15 for
2: the first one. Uh, 12 for the second
0: one. How do you want to do
2: this? Uh, several ways, actually, because I get school shit when I kill things. Oh, OK. Kill. Cool. So. Uh. Zarin is going to cleave through and split this bone demon in half. However, a few things are going to happen when I. Essentially kill this thing because of my barbarian subclass. So as a abyss barbarian i get a choice i can choose when i kill a creature and reduce its hp to zero uh to either one roll to see if i can turn it into a shadow uh familiar uh and the the dc is determined by the cr level of the creature or two I get to take half of its HP and and heal myself for half of its HP or if I'm at full health I gain up to a max of 10 temporary hit points So oh, okay so, uh I am going to heal myself for half of whatever its max HP was.
0: You get So what was
2: it? you get 71 back. So, I'll go up to 90 so I'll go up to full then. So, essentially if I if I'm at full then I get the temporary HP. If I'm not full then I just go up to max if it has like more than enough to fill me back up. Cool so cool uh so i'm just going to do that and heal myself back up to full okay and that will be what zarin does for his little extra feature okay but yeah so it, it's one of those things that it's it's kind of it Essentially, the way they describe it is is that I absorb their shadow and feast on it. um, but when I it only happens when I kill them. So I can either turn them into a familiar, which I can only get one of those. so like if i if I use it, then I get to keep that familiar until I get a different one. but I have to roll to see if I actually get it. and it's based off of their c r level. so, if I get like a CR 1, then the DC is going to be like 10, but okay. as, it, as the CR level increases, the difficulty also increases. Uh, or I can just absorb their shadow and feast on it and turn it into HP.
0: Okay. So, as we exit combat, as the screeching of the bone devil echoes off into oblivion nestled in and amongst the bones I'll say Zarin you you see it and you'd have heard it as well is a you heard a metallic clink hit the hit the solid floor as the the bone devil crumpled after both of your attacks. You look down and there is, it's not a coin per se, it's more of a, it's more of a shard, a jagged piece of scuffed, scratched, dirtied, not very highly polished metal, upon closer inspection, it's a shard of silver. Now you know these to be worth the equivalent of 10 copper in terms of monetary value. Not that there's much monetary trading being done in hell, but during your little TED talk uh, when you first arrived in Purgatory, you were explaining the value of the different coins to your party members, Uh, 100 copper being the same value as one fully intact soul, 10 shards of silver in as equal condition as the one that you've just found on this demon would be the equivalent of a fully intact soul um you don't know whether or not the the demon that meldeer commanded to take a very very scalding hot bath had anything on them um if you were i mean Onry could check because resistant to fire because a fire mount, so yeah. I mean, you'd have to you'd have to spend however long with Henri flying down river to go and find it. But <coughs> sorry, my lungs really do not want to work. Um, but no, so Zarin, you find that that shard of silver, um, your first piece of usable, uh, loot to help you progress to the next level of hell. But that is where we are going to end off for this session. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us in Purgatory. The first of potentially nine levels of hell that the players will journey through in their quest to free Zarin and Zadrian's father. Um, I do believe that I, I said during the, the chapter three recap that we would not be visiting all nine. um, But The ones that they do visit is entirely dependent sometimes on certain roles that my players are going to make. So join us next time where we can uh re-pick well, we can pick up this adventure once again and see what the uh labyrinthian abyss of purgatory holds in store for our players. But until then, uh I'm gonna do a little shout out to some community members of the TTRPG space. Uh, give me one second.
3: I had their account pulled up just a second ago. Go ahead, and if
0: you haven't done so already, go and check out the weekly cut on uh, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. The team behind the Weekly Cut bring you the latest in TV and uh, film news. Uh, You get a lot of what I like to see is condensed, uh, bite-sized information from them, as well as go and check out our long-term friends at Chaos Crits, uh, both of which, uh, well, both myself and Tony were uh, guest characters on their podcast Good couple of years ago, I want to say it's coming up three years now since we since we were on there, but yeah, go ahead. Give them some love on social media. Check out their content and have a fantastic weekend. Uh, there will be no upload next week because uh, Tony needs, Tony's got work and I am going to be recovering from being out of town. So it'll be the week after when we get back to recording. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for sticking with us. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and above all else, roll for madness. Good night.